2: Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The
0: Armstrong and Getty Show. New Yorkers can get vaccinated under the Natural History Museum's
2: Big Blue Whale, much better than their original plan, getting vaccinated by one of the cavemen. Here's New York's Bill de Blasio making the announcement
0: yesterday.
3: We have an exciting new site to announce today and i've been trying to work with different ways to phrase this different ideas thrown around i would say it's a whale of an announcement or perhaps we are welcoming this new site
2: krill me <laughs> <laughs> How about this one, Governor? You're gonna like this. You're gonna like this one with the whale and all. Uh, every time I think of my grandmother dying, I blubber. <laughs> you know, here's. I got another one. I got another one. My uncle, who had years of life left in him, died from the COVID, and it wasn't a fluke. <laughs> How do you like that one, Governor? <laughs>
0: Wow. So, uh, de Blasio there with a couple of failed whale puns and, uh. Here, here, I got one more. Col- Shut up, blowhole. <laughs> and Colbert coming through with a good one. <laughs> uh i got a Trilled bunch of me <laughs> i got a bunch of different things i want to talk about here and all of them could you could talk about all day long if you wanted to so 200 people have been arrested so far in russia with this mass protest going on today they're expecting a half million protesters to hit the streets mostly around the whole navalny arrest and putin's a thug thing. and navalny could die at any moment he's the opposition leader that putin poisoned and then threw in jail as soon as he came back uh to Russia on trumped-up, made-up charges. And now he's going to be allowed to die in prison. The United States has said if Navalny dies, Putin will be held specifically re- accountable. I have no idea what that means. No. Meanwhile... Putin, I have a feeling it means nothing. I have a feeling it means nothing also. Meanwhile, Putin has put 100,000 troops on the border with Ukraine and tanks and ships and planes are ready to go and military hospitals and all that sort of stuff uh who knows what's happening there and china's doing what china does and we got our back and forth there's this new podcast i've been listening to that's all about china freaking fascinating stuff um and so many things that i that i didn't know that doesn't get covered in in most media about this because most people aren't as interested in geopolitics as i am but all kinds of the maneuverings between our country and their country, and the, 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 the diplomacy and the back and forth. It's, it's really all kinds of behind-the-scenes stuff that's interesting. But I had never... I, I'm surprised I didn't know this. China attacked India during the Cuban Missile Crisis. Somehow I missed that nugget of history. Wow, I hadn't remember that either. So while we were so obviously focused on a major problem... And and you know, an existential threat. China thought here's the time for us to deal with our little India problem. And they attacked India, knowing that we were just way too busy to uh right. to,
2: to 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 get involved at all. I don't think we were that closely aligned with India at that time either, but yeah, that certainly helped. Everybody's looking over there. Sure. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Um, and, uh, and this particular person was making the point that if Russia goes into Ukraine, that's when China takes Taiwan or vice versa. And they, they may be working together. They may not be working together. That was. Well, they just had a big meeting a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And they could easily be working together, though. So, and, oh. and, and, and use, and this particular person used all kinds of examples of the, the 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 influence that China has over I don't know whatever group it is near the Falkland Islands and they could make that move which would uh, you know have the Brits all tied up and so they they are not the ally that we would normally need to deal with Russia perhaps here and there there all kinds of things could happen at once that would get very confusing very quick for the world hey, and it's been Geopi- so long since anything like that happened we just kind of feel
2: like it won't or couldn't. Right, it's something for history books. Big, nasty, ugly stuff that there's no good solution for. That's history.
0: But it could happen this afternoon. There's no reason it won't.
2: Yeah. Hey, I thought this was interesting. Uh, Kevin in Boston, who writes uh, semi-regularly, I believe his wife is Russian. Uh, he says, the other side of the Russian story, let me start by saying I'm not condoning condoning the actions of the Russian government. I'm only offering a perspective that most Americans are unlikely to ever hear. He points out that in when the Soviet Union fell in 1991, the, bo- the borders of modern-day Ukraine were established. Unfortunately, these borders were established with political and administrative goals in mind instead of being established along the lines of dif- different ethnic groups. Reminds me a lot of the partitioning of the Middle East in, uh, when was that, 1918. Uh, 21. When was that? 1919. Yeah. 1919. that's I was close. Uh, unfortunately, these borders were established with the uh, right political goals. Currently, the eastern half of Ukraine, almost half of the citizens are ethnic Russians. They consider themselves Russian. They speak Russian. They hold Russian passports. These Russian-backed separatists, as the, as the media commonly calls them, are people who were Russian in 1990, then Ukrainians in 1991. Imagine if you woke up one day and were told that you're no longer American. You're now Mexican because the borders of Mexico changed overnight. And so that's that's the origin of a lot of this stuff. That's, I'm going to call my lawyer. Ghana. Ghana is going to. Ghana,
4: I'm going to.
2: That's,
0: That's right. fine, but does Mexico get to say the border was arbitrarily set after the U.S-Mexico war? We didn't agree with uh, the lines where they were dri- uh, drawn, and here, here's a, a town on the border where the vast majority of the people are from Mexico. they have family members of Mexico. they speak Spanish, they don't speak English. they don't have U.S citizenship. That's our land Mm-hmm. You need to make that seem there's places all over the world you could make those
2: kind of arguments.
0: Oh right. Wait, See I the Palestinians and Israel.
2: Uh, yes. Yeah. But he, again, he said, I'm, I'm not condoning it, but the situation is this. Mm-hmm. And uh, you got to, although the, the comparison he set up was uh, for whatever reason, some crazy reason, um, uh, Mexico takes possession of Tucson. And it's still Americans who consider themselves American. They speak English, the rest of it. And uh, and they, uh, they reach out to the U.S. and say, hey, we don't want to be uh, Mexicans anymore. How about you come and uh, take the land back? It'd be tempting. Hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, so you got all that going on. But closer to home, two things Los Angeles related that could relate to anybody because, you know, experiments in uh, L.A. or California often get spread. Los Angeles might become the largest city to ever try universal basic income anywhere in the world, really. Uh, and, uh, giving out checks to people and, uh, and seeing if that actually lifts them or not. So, not some little pilot program,
2: but, but like a big budgeted giant everybody gets yeah. money.
0: Now, I wow. haven't read into all the details. I don't know what ex- to what extent you're cutting off all the other services because that's the only way it makes sense to me. But, well, oh, see. I
2: guarantee Eric Garcetti is not doing that.
0: This could be big. A federal judge overseeing a sweeping lawsuit about homelessness in Los Angeles. Just ordered the city and county to find shelter for all unhoused residents of Skid Row within 100 days. A fiery 110-page injunction, Judge David O. Carter slammed officials' inability to restrain the unprecedented growth of homelessness that has seen encampments spread in nearly every, in every neighborhood in the region. Yeah, I hate the fact that that's happened, too. Uh, all the rhetoric, promises, plans, and budgeting cannot obscure the shameful reality of this crisis, that year after year there are more homeless Angelinos, and year after year more homeless Angelinos die on the street. So the answer is the county's got to come up with a way to have them homed, or sheltered anyway.
2: And the taxpayers need to pay for it, yes. No matter how they ended up on the streets. Well, Even if they insist over and over again, look, I
0: like living in a tent. While the homeless population was once largely confined to the notorious Skid Row in downtown, rows of tents, cardboard shelters, and makeshift plywood structures are now familiar sights throughout the nation's second most populous city. I would say that is common throughout pretty much every burg of more than sixty thousand. No, 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 I live in a burg
2: of sixty thousand people. Explaining that, and maybe any burg on the West Coast mm-hmm. has these plywood. Well, it's because Jack. It's because of the, the the rise in housing costs. Taking a look at. San Francisco Bay Area, where housing costs have declined or rent by 30% in the last year. And there are more bums and junkies, not fewer.
1: Oh,
0: Judge Judge Carter ordered the city and county to find shelter for all single women and unaccompanied children on Skid Row within 90 days and said every homeless person in the downtown area must have a place to
2: stay by October 18th. By October 18th, every single air-sucking homo sapien? Because the the men and everybody else. Yeah.
0: The judge's order was released a day after Mayor Eric Garcetti, and we played plenty of the clips yesterday, vowed to spend a billion dollars in the coming year to get people off the streets. Most of it. COVID money, either either federal or state, that was going to deal with COVID. What the hell's it got to do with COVID, the whole homeless situation?
2: Of course not. It's all just because money is fungible. It all just goes to the general fund. All this stuff does so, us always.
0: So California has, depending on who you ask, between a third and a half of all the homeless in the entire United States. We're number one. That's hard to wrap your head around. Half the homeless in the entire country in California? Why do you think that is? It's because of all the stuff we give out. It's the only explanation.
2: Don't tell me the weather or anything like that. There's plenty of places with nice weather. All right? I don't mean to be demeaning to anybody, but it's precisely the same thing. It happens when you put out food and drink for stray cats. You get a lot of stray cats. Right. So now that you've attracted... because the rising cost of of cat shelters.
0: So now that you've attracted all these people because you make it easier to be homeless, you're not going to be allowed to starve or go without health care or anything like that. Now that you've attracted all these people... A judge is going to say, and you have to get them into a shelter. Do you think you're going to, even if that happened by, uh, you know, next week, taxpayers fund it all, they're all in a, you don't think you're going to attract the other half of homeless in, the, in America <laughs> to come here? And then you're right, going to put, put all of get... them on the shelter, and then you're going to create more homeless with more drug addicts and losers, because a lot of people are just drug addicts and losers on the street. You're not going to attract uh, create more drug addicts and losers to realize, hey, I can be a drug addict the rest of my life. And live in this place. So I, I, why quit?
2: Right. Yeah. Exactly. And if you're a, a junkie or a bum in North Las Vegas or you know suburban Salem or Salem, Oregon or anywhere else, and you don't immediately go to Cal Unicornia, you're a fool. Or L.A. specifically. Yeah. Hey, just show up in L.A. Judge said they've got to give you give you a place to live. They've already got a billion dollars, and now they're going to have to come up with more. Hey, your dishonor and your illogical honor. Sorry, the first one was better. Uh, what if somebody shows up yesterday from North Vegas, for instance? Says, look, I got a meth habit. I don't like to work. I don't like people telling me what to do. I kind of like to uh, lay around outside and get high. Uh, so, L.A., you got to give me a place to live. And how about the next hundred people who come like the day after tomorrow? Them, too? Really? And what's the limit? What if it's five million people,
0: <laughs> I don't, your honor? I don't, I don't know. Our text line is 415295KFTC. It'll be interesting to watch how this plays out.
3: Armstrong and Getty.
1: The Armstrong and Getty show.
0: music you're blasting. Yeah, I was just gonna ask
2: myself. It's a new what Greta are we jamming, got... Michael? New Greta Van Fleet. Greta Van oh. Fleet. Gotcha. Oh, she's a talented gal. To
0: he? It's a they, isn't it? He, well, lead singers, the lead singer, that he. He sounds like Led Zeppelin. You know, now that you mentioned <laughs> Um We still haven't played the what, what is the jingle we got? The other day, we had so much fun with the
2: oh, Scrabble jingle. This is a Taco Bell one from the 90s. we got to get to that coming up. Coming up, woman professional golfer believes she should get more money because her breasts are larger, and she's probably right. Probably right. Probably will, right? Stay well, yeah, from from the LPGA.
0: Well, I don't know if the actual league can be involved in paying people based on how good-looking they are.
2: They are. but maybe They, 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 they absolutely But maybe are.
0: they should. If more people will watch, then they
2: should, I suppose. The larger beboobed, earning more money, can we take this in America? We'll take your calls. Stay with us. We won't take any calls.
0: You know what? I think it'd be weird after I do this, so let's do the uh, Taco Bell commercial now. This is from the
1: 90s, you say? Run, run, quarter. Come on in. Calls. Taco Bell's done it again.
2: Is that like uh, Hank Jr.? I think so. I think it's kind of supposed to sound like yeah, that. I think like so. That. So Play that's it one the whole more time. time. It's six seconds
1: long. Come on in. Calls Taco Bell's done it again.
0: Come on in, like illegally. It's like the Biden administration.
4: He
1: sent oh, that... the
0: message to the cartels. Come into the store. Come yes. on in to Taco Bell.
4: Yeah, yes, I do not believe they were uh, <laughs> posturing on immigration policy. Was Run on on the border. Come on in. Calls
2: Taco Bell's done it again. There's a dog whistle, or a wolf whistle, or a burro whistle, or something—I don't know.
0: Now, are you—you're you're pretty sure this is verified, Sean? This Minneapolis police report from May 25th. Uh yes,
4: I—I uh, I believe that to be accurate. Uh, and if—if uh, if I am duped, then many other,
2: yeah. heavyweights have been duped by it as well. Yeah. Well, you yeah, know, that was so. a bit of a humble brag there. You kind of hinted <laughs> that you're a heavyweight. Yeah, so glad you noticed that. Thank yes, you. good good work.
0: <laughs> so I, uh, it did occur to me at some point yesterday, the trial and everything like that. What if that had happened late at night and there aren't people around with cell phones out? He gets away with it almost certainly, right? I think so, yeah. It would
2: merit a couple of paragraphs in the local paper. He
0: kneels on a guy's neck until he's dead and uh, denies any accusations from any bystander because there's no video, and uh, it just goes away.
2: The other cops back him up. He had a heart attack while we were trying to... uh Uh, Well, here's the official
0: report from May 25th. This is the Minneapolis police. uh, This is what it read at the time. On Monday evening, shortly after 8, officers from the Minneapolis Police Department responded to the 3700 block of Chicago Avenue South on a report of a forgery in progress. Officers were advised that the suspect was sitting on top of a blue car and appeared to be under the influence. Two officers arrived and located the suspect, a male believed to be in his 40s in the car. He was ordered to step from his car. After he got out, he physically resisted officers. Officers were able to get the suspect into handcuffs and noted he appeared to be suffering medical distress. Officers called for an ambulance. He was transported to the county medical center by ambulance where he died a short time later. At no time were weapons of any time used by anyone involved in this incident. And then it just goes on to other stuff.
2: Well, that was all uh, the truth.
0: That was all the truth,
2: the whole truth,
0: and the only story that you would have heard if there hadn't been an iPhone video there. And how often has that happened in the history of policing? I wonder. It uh, you know people who live in certain neighborhoods say it happened all the freaking time. I've I've never had a bad interaction with a cop in my life, so it's harder for me to imagine. So,
2: yeah, yeah, I got to show you the video of Ben the Libertarian getting arrested. uh, If you've never seen it, it's something. It is uh, a a classic case of how dare you question my authority, I'm going to show you. Right. Mm -hmm.
0: Well, that's kind of like that video from a week or so ago when the guy is saying, uh, uh, you know, am I in trouble here? You're about to be.
2: Yeah. You know. Or I'm afraid you ought to be. Yeah. Yeah. That's that. No cop should ever say that. Yeah. We got this uh, note from Al Anonymous. Yeah. Zero uh, divided by zero is undefined. It can be any answer you want. I feel the same is true in the Derek Chauvin George Floyd case. You have a bad example of a peace officer, bad example of a citizen. Story can be spun any way you want it, really. Whatever narrative you want. It's just highly unfortunate. Armstrong and Getty.
1: This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. A diner in New Jersey had a uh, pretty interesting problem. Watch this. A Canadian goose is wreaking havoc in New Jersey. The bird has been attacking customers entering this diner while it's protecting its family. At one point, the male goose knocked down a man and pecked his face, leaving him with bruises.
0: First of all, couldn't the cameraman warn the people before they almost had their eyes pecked out? Yeah, a crazed goose attacking people outside a diner. The goose was like attacking. I'm trying to keep these idiots from eating indoors.
2: Now, a goose is not going to knock me down. Uh, these are decent-sized geese, but... You know, it I, I flies at you, it's, it's 20 pounds, boom, right in the chest.
4: Canadian geese, these are not, these are not just wild animals. It is my belief... That this is a military maneuver by Canada's air force. And, it's a uh, test. Yeah, yeah. It's similar to like what uh, what's going on in China with the South Sea. They're you know they're slowly moving their forces <laughs> across the border, and then they're just daring us to react. They've militarized their birds.
0: Damn Canadians! When are we going to seal the border? Hey, I just came across this. We'll have to get into this more later. Recent study shows that when you raise the wages at McDonald's they pass on, or, or taxes, they pass on 100% of the uh, hike to customers. Of course they do. As do lots of businesses.
2: Right, right.
0: Yeah, yeah, there you
2: go. Uh, if the average voter knew anything about economics, we would have very different elections. Do you know who Paige Sparonek is? She is a professional golfer, a PGA Tour player. I don't know the males, so I certainly don't know the females. Most notably, she is a gorgeous, statuesque, blonde woman with enormous breasts.
0: Is she the one that's always on uh, the New York Post, posting pictures that I skip?
2: Probably, yeah. (sighs) Yeah, she's got an enormous Instagram account. I got um, it. You got another
0: picture of you in tight shorts or whatever. She's like like Brooklyn
2: Decker, but a golfer. I mean, the the, the Sports Illustrated uh, swimsuit model whose name I don't know why I know, but... She's probably
0: one of the examples I was talking about earlier about claps back at her detractors. (laughs) Okay
2: well she she actually has quite a good sense of humor, but she her, she believes her boobs should be paid by the l p g a and she's probably right. it was announced tuesday the PGA... Do her
0: boobs have her own checking account or does she mean her
2: <laughs> i well they're like uh, me and Judy we share all our money it's an l l. c between her and her boobs right her boobs don't have the separate accounts they just talk about financial decisions together um uh, she thinks her twins should be getting her more money than she's making right now. It was announced Tuesday the PGA Tour has created a new player impact program for women's golf. You know, you should probably know a little backstory going into this. Uh, the LPGA, the ladies PGA Tour, has, has declined mightily in the last 15, 20 years. It used to be much, much more popular than it was. That's interesting. And and part of the problem is, and nobody talks about this, it was news for a while, is they've had a huge influx of Korean players. Not Korean-American players, but Korean citizens who don't speak English. And a big revenue stream for professional golf is sponsors get to show up um, and hobnob with the players, playing pro-ams with them, have hospitality tense where the players stop by and all. And sponsors are not interested or have are less interested in meeting with some Korean golfer who doesn't speak any English, doesn't have any great personality, doesn't understand the game, the rest of it. Now, you're not supposed to say that. And the LPGA at one point said, you got to be able to speak English. And there was uproar, xenophobic, it's racist, blah, blah, blah. So their popularity has continued to decline.
0: Would there be any of <laughs> uh, it's more interesting when Americans win than when... Foreign foreigners win?
2: Oh, my God. I've never heard Mm -hmm. such racism. That's got to play a role, too. Yeah. Well, that's true, too. It's absolutely true. Seeing a handful of Korean women competing is not as compelling to American fans. It just isn't. In the same way that Koreans would rather see Koreans win. It's true. The
0: the only Uh, time we pay attention to
2: men's soccer is when the men's team does well in the tournament. Otherwise, you never hear a word about it. Well, and when Hideki Matsuyama was contending for and won the Masters last week or two weeks ago, uh, the whole of Japan was up all night watching because they wanted to see a Japanese player win. But if you say that in the U.S., you're a racist. So anyway, that's the backdrop. So <clears throat> the PGA Tour has created a new player impact program, which is a $40 million pool designed for players who, quote, move the needle. Regardless of their performance level, PGA spokesperson uh, said the program began at the start of this year. Um, whoever's the MVP of moving the needle, whatever that means, and I'm about to explain, gets eight million dollars. But a memo sent to the players stated the top ten finishers will receive a bonus. The rankings determined by their position on the season-ending FedEx Cup points list. Okay. That's, you know, how good you're playing golf. Their popularity in Google searches. Their Nielsen brand exposure rating which places a value on the exposure a player delivers to sponsors through the minutes they're featured on broadcast. Their Q rating, which measures their familiarity among the general public. Uh, Their MVP index rating, which calibrates the value of the engagement a player drives across social and digital media channels. Uh, Their meltwater mentions, or the frequency with which a player generates coverage across a range of media platforms. Um, it's uh, the there's also a social media aspect of it. Too.
0: I'm surprised tennis didn't think of this first back when, remember, when Anna Kornikova was a big deal. She was like the fifth to 10th best tennis player in the world. But she was never the first best tennis player in the world. But mm-hmm. she got a tremendous amount of attention because she looked like a model. Right. And right. Uh, she there's no no doubt she generated money for tennis beyond her abilities.
2: Right, right. So and Paige, deserves a share of it. So Paige Spiranak herself tweeted, Can I get in on this? Would be nice to get some money anytime someone Googles our Paige Spironak's boobs reel. And, of course, uh, the, the, the Twitter responded like Twitter does because it's stupid. <laughs> um but anyway, so this is serious. She she drives a lot of traffic to a sport that usually caters to an older audience, et uh, cetera, et cetera. Is it et cetera. this Brings going in the money. to
0: lead to people dressing more provocatively on purpose and uh, maybe getting boob jobs just to be a a, a golfer?
2: Yes, yeah, probably so. And Why are you playing in high heels? From... That seems like that would hurt your game. Well, <laughs> <laughs> look what it does for my calves. She has uh, three million Instagram followers, uh, more than Tiger Woods uh, and others. Receives over fourteen grand per post. You
0: you dudes who follow hot women and check out their pictures, it just it just seems so wild to me. There are endless pictures of attractive women. Yes, right. she
2: On is the one Internet. of them. And they've chosen hers.
0: <laughs> so what do you not get? I just
2: Well, you pick a particular person. Yes, the ones I like. Yeah. Yeah. It's Paige Sparanak. Uh, by the way, I actually I played in a handful of LPGA pro am events. When you're going through your transition. And uh, <laughs> no, in the Pro-Am, you get to as a sponsor or whatever you get to uh you play in it and honestly if if it had been with a Korean woman who didn't speak English, uh, it would have been a round of golf period and i got uh, you know you get to watch a very good woman golfer, but I can do that any day of the week honestly mm-hmm. um i've f- I found it charming and interesting the gals it also yielded one of the most embarrassing moments of my adult life. Some have heard this story before. I wish I remembered the, the gal's name. She's gotten married since Laura something or other crazy cute 24-year-old at the time. And I, I play in the pro-am with her. How old are you at the time? Huh. Because I think uh, that makes a difference. Probably 40. Yeah. So I think, 40 to 45. I think that makes a difference. Yeah, early 40s. I'll just say that. So she's she's 24 years old. I'm a married 40-plus father of three. Okay. So we play together in the program, pro-am. We'll get along great. I mean, it was, uh, she's charming. I'm charming. Everybody knows that. And, and we get along great. She's it's, charming. I'm charming. And so I think I think this, this kid is great. I'm going to follow her. I'm going to come out to the tournament. It's right down the street from where I lived at the time anyway. So uh, I'm going to come out and watch her in the tournament. I watch her. She competes. She does okay. But, you know, it's great. I cheer for her. She, thanks for coming out. Blah, blah, blah. So I'm chatting with her after the round. And uh, I say, so where are you going next? Meaning, where's the next tour stop? She looks at me, like, takes a step back and says, the hotel? Like, oh, my God, old man. you oh, That's why you're so following nice me around. To me for three, you, now you're hitting on me, you perv. That's why you came out to see me. And so I opened my mouth to say, oh, no, 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 because I saw the look in her face. I'm like, oh, God, oh, no, wait a minute. No, I didn't. I wouldn't. I didn't mean. So I opened my mouth to say, no, no, I meant to right that moment. Two little girls step up to her and ask for her autograph. And she gives me one final look, looks at the girls, starts signing their, their program or whatever. And I'm thinking, okay, do I stand here, then hastily <laughs> deny too much? and you, stand, or try to, there, if you stand there and wait? And then, then, then lurking, guy. Yeah, if you stand there
0: and wait, then reintroduce it. That makes it worse.
2: Oh, and so remember, instead I
0: th- remember a few, like a half hour ago when I asked you where you were going after this.
2: Right. I think you may have misinterpreted my. No, but instead, shamefaced and sweating, I slunk off, never to see you again.
0: I almost certainly <laughs> think she had written to her contract, no, no more playing golf with DJs.
2: <laughs> Thank you.
0: <laughs> yeah, I played I DJ with this I am guy a talk one time, and I thought he was just friendly, and then he asks me what I'm doing afterwards, and I say, oh, God, Amazing. another one
2: of you. Well, and, and, and you know how the story evolves. She doesn't remember exactly what I said. She's probably telling people, yeah, he said, you want to come back to my place? It was just it was so sickening. <laughs> oh, man. I yeah. had one of those. Uh, I'll start writing
0: down the specifics because this happens to me regularly now. Oh, I know what it was. Um, where my age is now ruined. Because the reason I think age mattered there, you were in striking distance. She, she'd have been less likely to take it that way if you're 60 sure. than if you're 40. Yeah. Because right. you're within, yeah, we, you know, I could get together distance at 40
2: and 25. Not out of the question. Yeah, especially so, if I'm like fabulously rich. She probably has rich guys hitting on her all the time. Yeah, yeah, you know, still a 60 year old might, but it's less likely. But
0: I have realized recently that younger people, particularly younger women, I can't joke with anymore because they think I'm just a crazy person <laughs> and a crazy old person or they don't understand me or I'm just, you know, don't, I'm like Joe Biden. I'm not quite with it. So at the grocery store the other day, I buy some tape. My son needs some tape for a school project. I bring the tape up to the register and the 20 year old uh, woman is working there. I enter the tape and she said, what's the price on this? And I said, oh, it doesn't have a price on it. And she said, no, it's out of the box. So it's just, where did you get that? And I said, oh, I just go around to people's desks and grab things when I shop. Isn't that the way you do it? <laughs> and she just looked at me like, no, no, that's not the way you do it. And I, I realized, oh, I'm doing one of those things again. If I had said that when I was 40, she'd have laughed. Yeah. But now that I'm older, it's a, is this guy okay? Or is he going to oh, hurt me?
2: Or Confused old man. <laughs> confused old man. Yeah, It I, was so sad. He didn't understand the difference between shopping right. and stealing yeah, from the manager's exactly. desk.
0: Exactly! And I've had that yeah. happen so many times to me now, where they think I'm being completely serious or I'm a sad old person that needs help out to my car. <laughs> so yeah, I can't joke with young people anymore. Yeah. But, you know, what are you going to do? Young people
3: don't like humor, is what you, I'm...
2: <laughs> you know, I was just going to say, Michael, or maybe it's that phenomenon where everybody's just afraid of humor. Because humor has a victim or it has sarcasm or, or something like that and it's like the comedians won't tour colleges anymore
0: Michael we're about out of time but you got to tell your story just because it fits in and you know the story I'm talking about it's so good
2: you mean the bank story yeah. the
3: infamous bank yeah. yeah all right I went to go uh, cash a paycheck and uh, they asked me would you like big bills and it was a busty woman and I looked at her I said yes big boobs would be fine <laughs> That is actually a Freudian
0: slip, right? That's that That actually actually I was much younger. In your mind, even if you weren't rationally thinking it, (laughs) yes, big boobs will be fine.
2: And they are. (laughs) (laughs) They're just fine.
5: Armstrong and Getty. Strong and Getty Show.
0: During commercials, I've been reading this long column in the Dispatch from their, um, what is his name? Scott Lincecum, He's, uh, he writes all our their financial stuff, economy stuff. And it's really interesting. Uh, what's up with all the omnipresent help wanted signs, which is something I've been asking mm. for a while. Everywhere I go, with very few exceptions, they have a help wanted sign somewhere.
2: Every single business person I know says the same thing. Can't find people.
0: And he can't find people. And there's all kinds of reasons that he gets into. Uh, places where schools aren't open and moms can't work, can't go back to work. Um, and then he gets into some of the minimum wage raising stuff. And as I mentioned, he uh, cites a study that says McDonald's passes 100% of increases in wages that are forced on them to the consumer, as do mm-hmm. a lot of businesses. Uh, But then you've also got the angle of, are people actually making as much or more because of the unemployment money they're getting from all kinds of different stimulus packages than going back to their job? And there's a bunch of examples
2: of that. Um you know, just as an aside, I have some really interesting things on people's attitudes about minimum wage and poverty and and, and money and that sort of thing, uh, balanced against the facts. Maybe we can talk about that and reset this tomorrow, because yeah. it's so revealing.
0: Of the however many million people it is right now that are unemployed, at th- an additional $300 per week could be enough, because there's a new stimulus package coming through where they're going to throw more money out, right? Yeah. Uh, an additional $300 per week on that... At the $300 level, about 37% of American workers could make more on unemployment than at work. And they give a couple of examples that they say are not outliers, but good examples of what is common. A low-income worker in Massachusetts previously earning $535 per week. Um uh, faces a pre-pandemic replacement rate of unemployment insurance benefits to earnings of 48%, 257. Now, the same worker would obtain benefits worth 104% of their pre-recession earnings when this new package goes through, which would make it 557, which would make it, at least financially, short-term, smarter to stay home than to work. Then they use a different example from somebody in New Mexico at a lower wage. They're making $342. Their replacement's going to be 141%, $483. They're making significantly more than they were making at their job. So you could definitely rationalize, I'm better off taking this more money than I even made before and like getting skills or work, you know, spending my days looking for a job or whatever.
2: Right. I think our nation's policy, your state's policy, would be 60 to 98 percent better if people, every policy that was discussed said, what will happen next? Nobody ever asks that, you know? Have you ever even heard somebody say, what will the result of this policy
0: There was a There was a proposal briefly for if various states reach certain unemployment levels, the spigot gets cut off, but that got rejected for a number of reasons, but a... Over half the states have reached that number
2: by now. Wow. If we had wow. used that. That's just a giveaway. Robin Peter to PayPal.
4: You know, Nancy Pelosi here. Oh, clear if your You throat. boys
5: do a good job on Final Thoughts. I got a butterscotch in my sweater pocket
2: for you. Well, how how so does girly. how does he do that? Oh, it's gross. so bad. Here's your host Joe Getty. Let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew. There he is, pressing the buttons in the control room, asking for big boobs. It's Michelangelo. Michael. <laughs>
5: hey,
3: Jackie. It makes you feel better. Young people, they look at me poorly now too. They just they shake their head when
2: they talk to me. Yeah,
0: so I'm no longer funny, and yeah. I'm just sad. <laughs>
2: Oh, boy. Positive Sean. He's young and virile and handsome. Do you have a final thought,
4: Sean? I have not verified this, but I'm speaking it as if it is true. The world's oldest living person was alive when the Wright brothers flew at Kitty Hawk and when the first helicopter flew on Mars.
0: Wow. Yeah, the world's oldest living person, or America's oldest living person, died a week or so ago. I don't know if you've looked at the actuary tables for being the um, oldest living person. But they always die within a couple <laughs> of years of
2: being named that. Fatal condition. Yeah. Jack, a final thought? That's my final thought. All right. My final thought is every day, well, Monday through Thursday, we do a podcast called One More Thing. Then on Friday, Sean does kind of an entertaining, uh, entertainment-based one. Uh, One more thing from yesterday was uh, me recounting my work with my new personal trainer. Joe's got a personal trainer. Oh, yeah, I'm already buff. How fancy. I threw away all my shirts. I'm going to be shirtless guy now. So it's called One More Thing. Get it at armstrongandgetty.com.
0: World's oldest American who died last week seems like a nice woman, and she's got like 400 great-great-great-grandchildren, but she was 116. Do the math, whatever age you are. Subtract it from 116 and try to imagine living that many more years. It's almost hard to wrap your head around. How bitter would I be then? Excuse you know, excusing the financial end of it. Just, oh my God. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another
2: grueling four hour workday. So many people who thanks a little time go to ArmstrongandGetty.com. Hey, pick up some swag. Buy yourself a stupid, should hurt t shirt or a hat or something like that. Give it to your loved ones. We got hoodies. We got jogging bras. We got it all. And it <laughs> helps to pay the guys because, you know, revenue is a little funky during the uh, pandemic. It would sure help. ArmstrongandGetty.com.
0: See you tomorrow. God bless America.
2: As the athletes would say, we've left it all in the field. Go away! He would whoop his A-double-S. It's harder to imagine anything more inappropriate. Please, be sure to watch your language.
4: Shut your mouth. (laughs) I'm gonna call my lawyer gun. In
5: any event, I hope this is behind us. Your name will always be synonymous with... It's like rain on your wedding day!
0: Ain't that a bouché?
4: Oh,
5: man!
0: I'm just saying,
4: take care, wear your mask. Armstrong and Getty.
2: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary Void prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus
5: nobody wants to outlive their money but it happens especially for women that's why gainbridge offers the parity flex annuity designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women retirement income can't Outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at gamebridge.io. Visit gamebridge.io/parityflex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers and other important information.